Homing, H-O-M-I-N-G, is a word that refers to the inherent ability of many creatures to return to an original location through unfamiliar territory. Red-bellied newts, for example, and I knew you'd want to hear about red-bellied newts this morning, have a remarkable homing ability. They live in the woodlands of Northern California, often in redwoods, and they travel great distances very slowly to get to a home stream. I remember when I lived in Berkeley and I went up in the hills one day to go hiking, and I found that there was a road that was closed, and it said this road is closed from October to March for the newt migration. And I thought it must be a joke, but it wasn't. It was closed for them. Creatures of the sea, birds, mammals, insects, all use various methods to find their way across great distances to a place they've never been before. They use magnetic orientation, they use the sun as a compass, or they might use a celestial orientation. Even if they're separated from a number of generations from the place that they're going to, monarch butterflies, I've learned since I've come to Cleveland, have their migration through, route through here, and uh, all the ones that are flying south now in these days of fall have never been there, have never been to Mexico, and there are many generations separate from it. Amazing. Our scriptures offer homing cues to us for our amazing mystical journey. The scriptures glimmer with interior, with interior messages that shine through for our hearts to recognize, for the depths inside of us to sense and to navigate by. Two of those ongoing messages were present in our scripture today. One is an invitation from God. And the second is course correction guidance. The invitation is the call to know the truth of who we are. We are created in the image of God. Imago Dei says right in the beginning, the first chapter of Genesis, in the image and likeness of God. And as that is expressed in the prayers that we will hear today at the table, from the primal elements you brought forth the human race and blessed us with memory, reason, and skill. Yes. And we were blessed with so much more. All the most precious graces of God's light and love and wisdom, the capacity to love, to give and receive love, to be healed by love, to help heal others with love. We have the capacity to be conscious and aware. We have senses, inner and outer, that can help us navigate. Senses that can experience great pleasure, beautiful sights and sounds and tastes and smells. God bless us with the capacity of imagination to create and to co-create and to know the gifts of gratitude grace and compassion, and the capacity of the soul within us to sense the presence of God, to feel a natural longing toward the larger reality of things, toward the truth, the capacity to know ourselves in and with God, 
and to live and move and have our being in God, in divine love and joy and freedom, and to know what eternal life means. And as if all this isn't enough, we are entrusted by the God of life with free will, free will to decide how we will use these precious gifts, how much or how little and for what purpose. We are free to inhabit them fully or just a bit. We are free to be alive in God or to be half asleep in the, sum the slumber of human conditioning and confusion. We are free to experience ourselves as part of the whole or to feel separate with our smaller sense of self. What kind of call is this? We do many tasks in this life, but this one, this is the most important one. It answers the longing beneath all of our longings to bring our soul and entire being to return through unfamiliar territory back to the stream from which new life arises in us into the glorious potential of who we are in God, Imago Dei. The scriptures call us back. And the fact is, it is hard to find our way. And so the second homing navigation that glimmers through the scriptures again and again is course corrections, landmarks to guide us. We hear these two things, the invitation and the course correction, in this epic story of Jonah. Jonah, this kind of strange prophet who runs away as fast as he can get from the commission from God to bring a message of God's mercy to his enemies. He runs away even after the storm that lands him in the dark belly of a great fish and is delivered out of there. Still he resists. And then even after he relents and says, okay, take God's message to the people of Nineveh. And to his surprise, they repent. They repent from their violent ways. But still, he is angry, which this is where our text picks Jonah up today. Sullen and angry, he sits on the east hills outside of Nineveh, waiting to see what will happen, hoping that God is not going to shower compassion on these people. He says, I'd rather die than see God's mercy delivered to those people. The underlying message is a course correction for us all. All of us have experienced not wanting others to receive the fullness of God's love and mercy and feeling we are righteous in that judgment. We all have sworn enemies that we swear should be God's enemies as well. And our outer enemies may echo our inner enemies. Perhaps we, like Jonah likely was, are terrified of the inconceivably immense power of the fullness of God's mercy, to touch every part of ourselves, to swallow up the places where we want to cling to our human separatenesses, separateness and preferences apart from God. We hear this call to know who we truly are in God, and we hear course corrections in Matthew as well. 
Why should the other workers in the vineyard who haven't been at work as long as me, aren't as good as me, don't have the faith that I have, don't believe what I believe, who are flawed and imperfect and confused, listen to what they say. Why should they receive the full pay? Why should they receive the fullness of God's love and mercy? As God answered Jonah, should I not be concerned about Nineveh, that great city? in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left, and also many animals. The answer came to the outraged vineyard workers as well. Take, take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give the last the same as I give to you. Are you envious because I'm generous? course corrections for our homing journey. Where do we feel jealous of others' good fortune? Where do we want to be higher than others, more deserving than others, more right than others? Where do we withhold love from others? Where do we desire that God's mercy and compassion not be given, either to our enemies or even to those close to us that we feel jealous of or annoyed with? or blaming, or have a grudge against? How can we learn to know how to uphold our baptismal vows to seek justice and renounce corruption and do it with the power of love and compassion and mercy and not with anger and bitterness that wants to punish and hate and withhold God's mercy? Or even where do we not want God's? mercy to visit us, to see us, places we'd rather withhold from God's sight, hold on to our illusions, places we feel ashamed of inside and have made into our own enemies within, rejecting and judging and hating ourselves. Are there places where we would rather die than receive the fullness of God's love into all of our being? We all want to be happy and loved and free and at peace. And this longing is an innate long, is an echo of the innate longing to return home to God. And our only course to find the true joy and peace and freedom is to know and to experience who we truly are in God. And to that end, we need to notice with compassion the human tendencies that keep us off course to know the confusion that keeps us believing we're separate from the whole of life, on our own, and need to compete with others and feel jealous of others and hate and judge others. This task of returning to who we are is the most important thing we do. It brings all that we are striving to get to us and much more. To live in the fullness of life, to let these gifts we have been given live and breathe in us fully, requires a fullness of commitment and giving of our lives, inside and out. And what on earth could be worth not doing this for? I pray that we all may find our way to the unending stream of life, which has been entrusted to every one of us by God.